Welcome to Cocktails and Capital, the working on your business podcast that feels more like grabbing a drink with your best friend. I'm your host, Sarah Tatum, that best friend. I'm the owner of Tatum Accounting, where we invite our clients to take a vacation from their bookkeeping. In this podcast, I'm going to give it to you straight. Talking points and vague tips, we don't do that here. There's a bunch of noise out there in the entrepreneur community, especially when it relates to finances. And when you're trying to run your business, you just don't have time for that. And I know that you would rather be doing literally anything other than recording expenses and logging into your accounting software. So I'm bringing you practical advice without any of the fluff, just like your best friend would. So turn the volume up, grab your gin and tonic, and let's dive into this week's theme. Hi, welcome to episode 15 of Cocktails and Capital. Uh, Today, as you might have known by the title, we're going to talk about profit margin. Profit margin is something that is super important when uh, looking at your business financials, something that I talk about all the time, and it's really fairly simple to calculate, and you just have to have a little bit of an analysis uh, mindset in order to kind of figure out where you are compared to other people. and not be afraid of a bad profit margin. It can always be repaired. Uh, it can always be increased by all of the tips that we've talked about so many times on this podcast. The reason I want to talk about profit margin to you guys is because of Bush Gardens. Um, and I will explain here. So my best friend and I went to Bush Gardens the other night uh, for Hallow Scream. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but I personally hate being scared. So I (laughs) will like to put my mind on anything else. Um, I don't know why we went. Uh, Don't ask me that question, but we did. So at Hallow Scream, walking around trying to, sorry, our cat is playing with a a toy that has a bell. So at Hallow Scream the other night, trying to not get the life scared out of me, um, we're standing in line waiting for the haunted house or something, I think. And I started thinking about how much money Bush Gardens is really making on this one specific night of this event. Not like overall whole year, um, but just that one night of Hallow Scream. Because it's got to be a lot, right? Um, there's like tons of people there. And those kinds of things always really fascinate me. I probably because I'm an accountant, but it's, I imagine it's fascinating to some other people as well. I like to kind of just look at businesses, profit and loss statements and see how they're doing, see what kind of income that they're reporting. A lot of that stuff is going to be public, especially if they have investors or they're SEC listed. So in thinking about how much money Bush Gardens is pulling in on that one event, that one night, the way that we think about their profit margin is also thinking about the expenses that they have on that one night. Really what we're looking for here is the percentage of profit for every dollar spent on creating that service, product, experience, whatever it might be. So profit margin is formula for it is literally revenue minus cost of goods sold. So why is profit margin important? Why is it something that we want to look at when we're reviewing our income statement? Profit margin is important because for your business, my business, Bush Gardens, whoever, profit margin is going to tell you how much profit you have per dollar earned. So if your product, say it costs a dollar, just for the simplicity of this math, 
your product costs a dollar. Someone gives you $1 for your product. The percentage of your profit margin is 35%. You are making 35 cents per dollar earned. On the flip side of that, your expenses are going to be 65 cents per dollar earned. That's quite high. That's a little bit high. So when you're looking at your profit margin, you have to evaluate how much you're spending to create your product, services, whatever it may be, and how much revenue you are actually bringing in minus that expense. Boom, profit margin. Okay, so now we know how to calculate profit margin when you look at your income statement. But what do you do with this? Like, how do you compare it? How do you use it to your advantage? So one of the ways, like we just talked about, is to see how much money you're actually making per dollar earned versus how much you're spending per dollar earned. And that can really help you with your pricing, uh, with your uh, raw material sourcing. Maybe you want to look at increasing your prices or decreasing your expenses. And sidebar, we have podcast episodes for both of those things if you want to look into that. The other thing that you can do with your profit margin is you can compare it to others within your industry. So if you are at farmer's markets and selling craft goods, so you can pull this information from the U.S. Department of Labor Statistics. A lot of times they will have information on more um, broad industry sectors. So if you're a lawyer and you're looking for comparisons to other legal firms, the U.S. Department of Labor Statistics is going to be a good place to do that. That's more broad industry and they would have access to more data on that. Uh, for somebody selling a product at a farmer's market, that might be a little too broad, a little too general. Um, you could certainly look up crafted people, but crafted uh, vendors are going to include so many things like ceramics, jewelry, candles, uh, food producers, so many things wrapped up into one bundle that it's really not going to provide you the best um, way to evaluate your profit margin compared to your peers. So that was the bad news on how to do that. But good news, there is another way to do this. If you are somebody looking for that specific industry level um, performance indicators and you just can't find it on the internet for free, there are so many programs out there that will allow you to view your KPIs in comparison to other people in your specific industry. And one of those KPIs is going to be profit margin. One of these apps is called SIFT, S-Y-F-T. And that is my personal favorite. Uh, that is what we use for our clients. It's a recent discovery of mine, but it is so amazing. It allows you to do profit and loss statements, uh, cash flow statements, KPIs for yourself, KPIs by industry, uh, and so many other things. Totally not a sponsored plug. Um, I just really, really love it. I really enjoy it, using it for my clients. And I think that if it's something you're looking for for your business, uh, it's a pretty low cost option in order to do this kind of analysis on your own. Now, there are so many other options for KPI monitoring like Spotlight, um, Jirav, J-I-R-A-V is another option. And a lot of accountant firms will kind of pick their favorite and just use that to provide their clients with KPIs and analyze those for the clients. And so that is what I would look for if I were shopping for an accountant. I would figure out which uh, KPI services that they offer. 
um, and how well they are versed in that KPI platform or on that forecasting platform so that you know that you have somebody who is going to look at your profit margin and can keep on track of it and um, alert you if there's a way that profit margin could be improved. So now that we have clarified how we calculate it, what it's good for and what it's used for, um, let's talk about some reasons why your profit margin may be struggling. Why when you do pull those industry benchmarks up, you're kind of on the lower tail end. You might not even be on the lower tail end. You're just not up there with everybody else and you want to get better or maybe you want to be better than everybody else. And that's totally fine. That's what we're here for, right? We want the best for our company and for ourselves. So profit margin is income less expenses, right? Uh, as far as they are attributable to a product or a service. So if your profit margin is struggling, like I said, we could either look at increasing your revenue or we could look at decreasing your expenses. And when we increase our revenue, again, we want to think price increases, bundling, transaction volume, those kinds of things are going to increase your revenue side. So that way, when you subtract your expenses, there's a higher margin of difference and your profit margin will increase. As long as your expenses stay the same relative to your price increase. Now, on the expenses side, when we talk about expenses and profit margin, it is just what is specific to your cost of goods sold or your cost of services provided. So we're talking about direct labor in relation to that product, um, direct materials in relation to that product. This does not include your office expenses. It doesn't include your, um, you know, your, your cell phone bill as it relates to your business. It doesn't include your utilities necessarily unless you're job costing, which is a whole other podcast episode that we're not going to get into today. Um, but when we're talking about these expenses, we want to make sure that we're looking at just those expenses that relate to the product that you are producing or the service that you are providing. And I know I'm sounding like a broken record, but this is such an important point um, for your profit margin. Now, when we look at decreasing these expenses, as I've mentioned in prior podcast episodes and on blog posts, it is important to look at the suppliers that you're using. Are they really giving you the best price? Are they giving you the best deal? What kind of costs could you save on when it comes to your materials cost? If you have labor that is directly attributed to your product or service, can you reduce your labor costs, not by laying anybody off or firing anybody, but by making the process of creating this product or service more efficient, could they spend less time per product or service and make the whole entire process more efficient so that way you can create more products or you can sell more services and provide more services to more clients? Or can we reallocate that time elsewhere? And what I mean by reallocate that time is this. I have... A higher hourly rate than my employee does and so when I hired my employee I gave her a lot of the more technical tasks within this business and that has allowed me to increase my profit margin on my monthly services because I am NOT charging my uh, hourly rate for it and I'm not tracking my time on these smaller technical tasks I'm tracking my time more on the advisory services on the building the business with my client services. When 
my employee does her work, it's billed at a fraction of my hourly rate and my profit margin is able to increase. There's a lot less higher hourly rate hours being billed in comparison to the amount of revenue that that client is actually bringing in. So when we reallocate time based on who has a higher hourly rate or who has more um, technical versus managerial um, duties, you'll be able to see the shift in your profit margin. The other thing that you can always look at doing is reducing the other direct expenses in relation to those products. So shipping costs, subscription costs, again, anything that directly relates to producing that service, producing the product, selling experiences for your clients, whatever it might be, you can look at reducing your expenses or increasing that revenue. And I know the question on everybody's mind is, how often should I be doing this? How often do I need to look at my profit margin? How often do I need to compare myself to others? If not weekly, so that you can see what is trending on sales, what kind of revenue your products and services are bringing in. If not weekly, monthly, at the minimum, <laughs> at the minimum, monthly. Uh, this is something that we check for our clients on a weekly basis. And we alert if anything is looking weird, if anything's looking like something may have, uh, may need an adjustment. Or we even alert if things are looking great. If all of a sudden we go from one week from a 50% profit margin to an 80% profit margin, we send an email and we highlight that because that is amazing. That's wonderful. That's a pat on the back for that client in order to reassure you of why you're doing this, that you're making the right decisions when you look at your financials and you're able to push forward and continue on with what you're doing. So weekly is my preferred method for analysis on profit margin and other KPIs. But if not weekly, then monthly, when you pull those statements, you reconcile, you review your financials, look at that profit margin and see if there might be room for improvement. Now, the last point that I want to bring up is that in all of this talk of comparing yourself to your peers when it comes to your KPIs or comparing yourself as a business to other businesses in general to see where you might improve, there is one very important point that I would like to uh, make to you guys and that that is that, and that that is that, <laughs> and it is that we need to remember that comparison sometimes can be the thief of joy. While you're looking at the peers in your industry, do not forget that you are still doing a great thing by having a business of your own, that by being an entrepreneur, you are in the small group of people that have decided to make the leap and do something for themselves. And so even if you look at your profit margin and it might be 45% and your industry is at 55% and you're just like, oh my God, why am I not in that extra 10%? Why am I not up there with them? you're still at 45% profit margin. That is still a good profit margin. And even if you are sitting there and trying to figure out how you can be better, remember that you're doing great right now. So do not let comparison be the thief of your joy when you own this business and you look at the success that your business has already. And that's my last point on that one. Uh, if you guys have any questions about your profit margin or how to analyze it, how to read it, how to calculate it, please send me a message on Instagram or send us an email and I will be so happy to answer any of your questions. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week and enjoy this beautiful fall weather that we're having now and 
I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe and follow Tatum Accounting on Instagram. You can also do us a huge favor by leaving a review. It's the best way to support us. Let's catch up next week, same time, same place.